Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Country Not Country, a Radio.com podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Austin and Nick Russo. All right, episode 25. How you doing, Aaron? I'm good. Wait, am I on? Wait, you are on. Yes, we're on. Okay, all right. Just every time we do the show... Every time, I swear to God, my mic's never in. <laughs> well, this is true. And also, I haven't been in the studio but three times in the last six months, so I still have to go through the board because in a minute when we play music, that comes off of another channel. And just a minute ago, had I not been paying attention and we turned that music on, it would have been on the air. Oh, interesting. Yeah, see, we have been doing our shows from our house, so it's just... Yeah, it's like muscle memory. We're we're losing it. It really feels like riding a bike, honestly, like in my lifetime of being on the radio. However, this has been the longest time not being in the studio while still having a job I've ever done. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can't even. Uh, it's like I, I was thinking the other day, if I ever had to be live, like live, live on the air, I'm not really sure if I would like screw up or not. Oh, I thought about the same thing because – I, I ha- we have the luxury now to maybe be able to re-record something in that moment because mm-hmm. usually when we're live on the air, you have that one moment, that's it. And I have no doubts that I'm super capable. Uh, oh, look, there's Clint taking a picture of us. You can come in real quick, buddy. <laughs> so Clint Sterner's from our sports station. He's not going to come in? All right, he's just going to take videos. All right. Yeah, now I feel like a you know a an animal. animal. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? But let's be real. So if you've never been to the studio, we've got a giant glass window, double pane, and then a door with a giant window. So people have looked at us while we work our entire careers. And I love that he's taking video, and I look like absolute donkey do. But well, it's fine. It's well, fine. Hopefully he didn't catch the fact that I'm wearing slides. I've got, you know, no socks. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say no pants, but I would have noticed that. So, yeah. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so, we got quite a bit of a story. Uh, we blinked about Britney Spears twice. So, we've mentioned Britney Spears in passing twice in the through the life of this podcast. And because we mentioned it, all of a sudden I got some reaction to uh, her story and they wanted us to talk about it. And they were interested in our take, I guess, on the whole drama going on with people believe she's being held captive by her dad. Oh, yes. Because they have a conservatorship from in 2008 when she kind of went crazy and everyone was watching. Yeah. So for her best interest, they gave her dad rule over her life. Okay. So, yeah, we'll talk about that. And then also we have we like to discuss new music and there's a new artist. I read something about her. She apparently was number one on iTunes and her name is Priscilla Block. She's got some funky songs. And then also uh, the boys of... 
Old Dominion decided to redo some of their uh, their songs where they're just meowing. Well, you know, you know where meow makes, you know where it came from, right? You remember the old '50s commercials and stuff? It's been around forever. <laughs> I don't know if it's just '50s. I mean, that's where it yeah, originated. I mean, yeah, meow mix. Uh, the, meow, the, meow, meow, yeah, meow. the the I almost said the cereal, but I meant like the cat food. <laughs> well, it's cereal if you're a cat. Yeah. Well, um, so when I was in middle school, we did uh, the reason I said '50s advertising because. Part of our maybe it was elementary school and choir, our our yearly bit or our mm-hmm. presentation or whatever it's called. Um the program. The program. There you yeah. go. Yeah, it was fifties commercials and there were people that sang the Meow Mix commercial. Oh, okay. So that's what it made me think of. So yeah, we'll play a little bit of their Meow Mix album. And then you had one you wanted to yeah, bring Brett to Yeah, Brett Eldridge, music. another one of my uh heroes in country music. I, I you know, I champion certain artists and I can't explain why. It's just I understand uh, you know what? I have an appreciation for him because A, he's a dog lover. And he's very funny. And uh, so, yeah. And when he was at 10 Man Jam, he did compliment me on my dress. So I was like, yes, if you were only 10 years older. Well, he's also got a great voice. I think he's like got the oh, yeah, like Frank it, Sinatra voice of country music. For sure. I would not, yeah, he would not get tossed out of bed for eating crackers. That <laughs> is for sure. So we're going to take a glimpse of his album. It's been out for a few weeks now. And I guess we could actually start with Parker McCollum because we talked about him and my negative COVID test, and now it turns out Parker McCollum tested positive for COVID-19. I know. Like, what the heck? So this uh, was a story that just broke this week, and he had to cancel what, He had to cancel some shows, which is amazing that he still had shows. But I'm assuming it was going to be a socially distanced concert, so he was going to be responsible. But, uh, yeah, tested positive, doing the whole quarantine thing now for two weeks or whatever. So I feel partly guilty like we attracted it into the universe because you, you know how i believe like in telepathy so, in the universe and yeah stuff. so you you think you jinxed him is I, what you're saying unfortunately yes because it, the timing would have been perfect we released we released the new episode on monday we had talked about it on friday then a week later almost a week later he announces he has covid19 so he would have been experiencing or been exposed to it sometime in that like eight day window yes I, i'm sorry parker oh god <laughs> Gave it to him through the radio.com app. I don't know if you have that much power, but... Well, I think we all have that power, but, you know, that goes to my theories about the universe. (laughs) That is a a whole different podcast. Hey, so um, we didn't... I haven't asked Cindy Burbano if she would come on yet to talk about her DMs, but uh, you actually did a little bit of uh, Cindy Burbano treatment. Did it go through? Yeah, so I... Well, I've started it, so... um, (sighs) All right, so not paying you to say this either, by the way. No, 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 no. Um, I'm not going to mention the spa necessarily. I mean, if anybody wants to know, I'll tell you. But uh, I'd also, I'm going to see if it works first. So uh, I went in there and I hate, I hate, hate the backs of my legs. Hate them. So uh, cellulite has always been my problem. So, uh, you know, they're like, hey, We'll do this, this, and this. It's going to cost this. And I was like, oh, it's actually way less than I thought it would be. Um, And it's what Cindy does. And, again, if I can get a booty that looks like hers, well, then by all means. So uh, so I'm in two treatments so far. I mean, I'm a little bruised up, but, um, yeah, we'll see. You know, I did cool sculpting like that one time, and they did the thing where they stick it on your – they stick this, Mm -hmm. like, machine on your stomach. And it freezes it away or whatever, and it feels like jello when you got to squeeze it in and stuff. That piece of my stomach is still flat. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. I did that, too. Like, 2020 has maybe been the year where I'm like, we're going to do everything, and we're going to – 
I don't know how I'm going to pay for it, but we're just going to figure it out. So, uh, so yeah, I did some cool sculpting recently, and we did my stomach. The top part got super flat. The bottom part is still a little iffy, but, you know, it takes a hot second, so it may still work itself out. Yeah, so. it, was a, uh, it was a cool experience, no pun intended. I, I just thought... I don't. I, I they got they invited me to try it out, and I'm always down for an experiment that makes hey, me look better yeah. in my mind. You know. Yeah, so, exactly. That's how I think. Does that, of make, it. does that make us vain? I think everybody's a little uh, bit. Right? I think everybody is a little bit. At least I'm not posting shirtless pictures to show it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> We're not there yet. But if I get a six pack, you guarantee. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. So uh, yeah, I go back uh, next week for a couple treatments. So we will keep you posted. I, I can't guarantee you that there'll be any booty shots on uh, my Instagram, but uh, we'll we'll see. Well, in my world, I uh, accomplished my goal of not finishing dead last in the golf tournament in the Houston qualifier. Which, congratulations. Thank you. I also didn't qualify. <laughs> Which, I mean, how many people did? Because you said you were like 63rd or something. Yeah, there so. Were, so 96 people actually finished. I finished tied for 63rd. There were about 20 people that went, I believe, okay, made the cut. Okay. And so if... You know, the 77 was the score or better, so you needed 77 or lower to make it. Mm. And I shot a 86, so I missed it by nine strokes, if I'm doing the math right. Okay. Which isn't – that's not very bad. Like, I was so happy with the performance. Like, uh, I felt like I was in high school again. Oh, and, good. And then, okay. being, well. and then being on the course and, like, having confidence because I practiced was so different than going and doing it without practice. Mm-hmm. Like, the the night and day mindset was really different. And the kid I played – or two, I played with these two guys. One was much younger. One was, looked like he might have been about my age. Mm-hmm. And they both beat me. But uh, the one guy <laughs> only beat snappers. The one guy only beat me by two. <laughs> and – and then the other guy, he he qualified. He shot a 74, finished seventh place, tied for seventh. Oh, and he wow. played really, really good. Like, it was fun to watch him play because he was hitting the ball so good. And, and it was weird to kind of have this. So golf has taken on this weird p- new vision in my life. So seeing it from that perspective was cool to get to play with someone that qualified. I've never... I've never have seen anybody qualify. So getting to see it happen yeah. was kind of a refreshing, kind of a cool experience. Huh. So. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Um, golf is one of those things I've never done. I have, I do have golf clubs. They're probably rusted to shit because uh, they're in my attic. But And I'm left-handed, so I just bought them on, like, Craigslist a gazillion years ago. But, um, yeah, I've never, never taken it up. And I feel like there's lots of country artists who play golf. I've been seeing so many golf, and I don't know if it's because they're showing me the posts because I post about golf, so oh. I see more golf posts, but I feel like country artists are always posting about golf. Well, they're, I mean, Darius Rucker's a really good golfer. And the dude from Lady A, the Charles Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Supposedly, he's the best golfer in country music is the kind of the way you hear. Oh, Him okay. and Jake Owen, I think, are both really, really yes, good. Yes, uh, Jake Owen, I want to say, and his brother, his twin brother, by the way. Fun yeah. fact, I didn't know that. Yeah. So uh, let's let's listen to the Priscilla Block song because you you told me about this and I hadn't heard her name before and apparently she kind of went viral and went to number one on iTunes. Yeah, so I she doesn't have a major record label, um, but she's got some funky songs. the The song that uh, apparently went number one on the iTunes country chart, which was. Uh, just about over you, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's got 251,000 views in the last 15 days. Yeah. So that's pretty pretty huge. But she's got some other uh, other fun songs. One of her songs is called Thick Thighs, which we'll also listen to, and PMS. Yeah, here, let me play a little bit of this one real quick. I'm just kind of starting it from the 13-second point. 
and I'm, I'm still kind of not sure about all the rules and regulations of playing music. That's why I like to start it when it's already going and then stop it before it's played for too long. So mm. just in case you're wondering why we play weird parts here. I've stopped looking for your truck every time I go somewhere. I don't scroll through the past anymore because I don't care. I'm finally putting on the shirt. I like tight jeans, big hoops with my hair up high. The least you could have done was give me the bar tonight. Why'd you have to come back in right then, right when I was just getting good and gone? Guess I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. You must have heard I was moving on. Then right out of the blue, a quarter past two, I'm all about you. When I was just about, just about over you. I like it. I think yeah. it fits right into the vibe right now of the love songs and country music. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It kind of reminds me. Well, it made me think of What If I Never Get Over You by Lady A. Okay. So she's over the guy and then he comes in or she's saying that she gets a little buzz and she starts thinking about him. Mm. Is that That's what I pick up. Yeah, I was, you know, it made me think of you're moving on and then you get that text message. If they pop up and you're like, oh, really? Oh, did, well, did you? Did that, you? Yeah. That okay. speaks to telepathy. I believe, you know, mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in telepathy. There's just sort of like, I, I think that people we're connected to, we communicate with them subconsciously without realizing it, but that would explain, yeah. I yeah. Mean, and then. Uh, okay, so thick thighs was another one. Um, <laughs> Which, I mean, I think this is definitely how I feel right now because my thighs will not stop rubbing together. Thanks, coronavirus, because uh, I've definitely gained the quarantine uh, box wine 15 because uh, I've, Drank more box wine than I think anything oh my <laughs> during goodness. this pandemic. So, yeah, needless to say, uh, now none of my clothes fit. So this is Thick Thighs, Priscilla Block. This one has 63,000 views, and it uh, came out first week of June. So clearly this one hasn't made the same runs as the other one, but let's see. Let's see. I've been hearing about dad bods a little too long. <laughs> well, I mean, I've heard Thick Thighs Save Lives. She put it in a song, and I guess, you know, I've got Everything she said, I was like, yes. Yeah, I was going to yes. say, the, the fat boy inside is like, true, true. Yeah. As I just finished eating a giant bowl of menudo a little bit ago, <laughs> oh, and God. a crunchy taco, you know what I mean? Oh. But, I, I mean, I, I like it. I dig it. So she's not signed to anybody? Uh, not to a major record label. I don't even know. Uh, I've never even heard of the label before. Well, you know, that's so. the beautiful thing about the internet, too, in today's world. I always, anytime a new artist ever says, man, what should I do? Or how should I do this? Or what do you think about this? I'm like, man, the marketplace has never been easier to get into. You can just make music in your bedroom and sell it on iTunes if you wanted. Yeah. If you wanted to, you could probably set your own price. I don't know the real, I don't know the true I nuts mean, and heck, bolts of it. I mean, heck, look at um, our, our coworker, Leroy. 
Front Desk Leroy. Yeah. He has songs on uh, on iTunes. And you can buy them, and yeah. you buy his album, and and that's and I and I, he and well, he doesn't do it out of his bedroom, but uh, you know, obviously. And he, I told Leroy that when I first met him too. I, I said, "Hey, man, the marketplace has never been easier. So as soon as you make music, put it for sale. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if you believe in it." Put it for sale, and then other people can buy it, and you can make money off your job without being signed, and then you keep all the money. Yeah, it's yeah. It, I mean, yeah, you're right. Um, should we should we go to uh, uh, Brett Eldridge? Or do you want to do oh. Brett, or do we want? Oh, to there do... was one. You said PMS. Oh yeah, I don't know if it's on there. I haven't heard this one. I okay, just I, I, I haven't I haven't found that one yet. Let me just type in her name real quick. Priscilla Block. Bell told the cashier to go to hell Cause she messed up my meal for the million time I broke down at the traffic light Wagon wheel started making me cry It ain't a sad song, so I must be losing my mind There's a couple ways this could be explained Mother Nature showed up late But it turns out I ain't pregnant I don't need an anti Okay. I dig her. So apparently her song went viral on TikTok, and that's how she's getting the traction. Oh, wow. So PMS did or the uh, Just the About Over You? Thick Thighs and Just About Over You. Okay. I guess, yeah, so that's, I guess, where she's been Hopefully getting. it doesn't get banned and then ruins everything. But, I know, but, right? Well, that's pretty cool, though, because there are a lot of uh, lot of. A lot of stars have come off TikTok, even if we don't know them. The Which younger is kids. so weird that you say that because somebody, oh my God, who was it? There was maybe somebody in California that got busted for having one of those giant parties. And it was like TikTok star, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, holy crap. Like now these people are stars on freaking TikTok. Like I know I'm probably showing my age right now and I sound like the grumpy old man that says like get off my lawn, but I just I just I can't handle it. Well now Instagram can't. has reels and they're trying to steal like TikTok on their thing because Yeah. It's, it's something else. Yeah. I and by the way, I mean, I'm on TikTok. I never do anything with it. It just I don't have I already have ADD, right? So for me to sit down and try to like come up with some freaking video doing random crap, I just don't have the time for it. Like I, I, got other, I can do I got the dances. Do. I like the dances. I've done the dances. I've done a few dances. I had fun doing the dances, but I'm not going to lie. I didn't do any of those dances in one take. It took like 15, 20, 25 takes. And, and so I get why people that have no job like to do that, but I got, I got shit to do. Yeah. Like, straight up. I just couldn't, I couldn't, there's a, okay, I look at it like this. Every social media avenue has its own humor. Mm-hmm. Like Twitter has a humor of its own. Something might be funny on Twitter that's not funny on Facebook and vice versa. Yeah. And TikTok, there's a way to be funny on TikTok that if you wrote or spoke or videoed yourself like that on Facebook, people might not laugh because it works no, in that No, they would just medium. think you're a narcissist. Yes, or weird. <laughs> like, you know, there's a, but at the same time, 
oh man, that's going to get me into the whole idea of social media and vanity and how it has become totally narcissistic now. And I start to feel like I almost don't want to be, I don't want to put myself out there in this weird way sometimes because I feel like it's so easy to get critical. I don't know. Like I have a, I have a great image of myself to me and to myself. Like I'm saying my self-love is deep. So whenever I put it out, sometimes you're now subjecting your self-love to everybody else. Right. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. And there was somebody, and here's the thing. there. Um, when people that are normal people, just normal, they have normal jobs, and they're like, hey, everybody, da-da-da, and it's like, hmm, I don't, how many people are watching this? <laughs> like five? <laughs> like ten? I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the, they're envisioning more and more people joining the party, but at the moment, there's not that many because- there's you're Not. yeah you're normal <laughs> you and, yeah I mean? we're just and, and I, that's even for me like like we're I on f- the radio but it's not like i go live on facebook and i have a thousand people beckon waiting like maybe there's three or four and there's something weird about that to me to a certain degree like if i'm online there's like two people watching or if someone has been <laughs> or that's the worst on instagram when it'll show you the notification at the top that so-and-so has gone live and I don't mean to click on it. I'm just trying to hit the X, but I hit it. And now it's some random person that I follow that lives in some other state. And I'm the only one in the room. Oh, like, I'll, God. And I'm like, oh, how do I get out of here? I'm like, oh. why, why am I looking at, the, they see my name joins and they're the only one in their room. And there I am. I'm like, whoa, no, no, I don't want to be this person watching your video. No offense. I don't know you. And it's just weird. Like, it just makes me feel weird to be the only one on the live cam. Yeah. Oh, and I'm trying to think that there was something else that I just think is so weird about the whole going videos. live. Well, or- I mean, I don't, I don't go live unless it's for work. You know what I mean? There's no reason for me to go live anywhere by like me, Aaron Austin, on my own feed. I, it's not necessary unless I- I'm at okay some event. Like, say for instance, when I went and watched. Uh, George Bush's train come into College Station. I went live then. You know what I mean? And, and that holds gravity as to why people might care about it. Right. Otherwise, but me I- freaking shopping at Target and like talking to myself in my phone, ain't nobody giving a crap. And I have found that it's really hard for me to feel okay shooting a selfie video while walking through a public place. I have oh. a hard time with that. Like, I, I feel like people are looking at me, and I know that the people understand what I'm doing. I'm sure they would get it, but it just feels weird. No, it does. And it's funny because obviously now when we do our, instead of us going out uh, for two hours, you know, when we would do our remotes, now we do them, you know, we'll still go to the place, but we do a live video. And, uh, and we're holding the camera ourselves, and yes. we're talking into the selfie mode. And it's just us. Nobody else from the radio station is with us anymore. So I, yeah, it's weird. And at I, least I, that gives us an out, though. That gives us a reason why we're doing it. So take us out of that reason. <laughs> and why am I doing it? Yeah, I, I just feel, I still feel weird taking selfies. Like I posted that selfie of me for National Radio Day. That was Radio a very Day. great picture, by the way. Thank you. Um, do you know again? How many takes it took me to get that? Because I was like, oh, one, no, one. no. I mean, no, there was multiple <laughs> takes. My phone, I need to go, go and delete some because I'm like, oh, dear God, your face. Ugh, this, this angle Well, have you seen terrible. those, vi- those uh, like 
those side by side pictures where the girl shows like if she poses one way, she looks like something, and then when she poses another way, it's like a totally different body style. Have you oh, seen yeah. that? I had no idea that that existed. That trickery is real. <laughs> it is insane how they poke their hips back or something and pop their ass up, and then it makes their stomach seem flat and makes it look like they have an hourglass. But when they stand another way, they just look like a normal woman. Yeah. Like no or, figure. And then you stand, or you lift up one foot, like. Have your f- toes pointed or you're standing on your tippy toes. The magic yeah. of angles. That is insane. Oh, yeah. And um, if you're bigger, there's also another way to hide. You just hide well, behind somebody. I always somebody. say this because, <laughs> like, I, I've been a seesaw weight person. I have always felt like either I was fat or I was losing enough weight to not look fat. Like, there was, like I've never felt like I was skinny. But some people are like, oh, Nick, you lost weight. You look skinny. And I'm like, skinny? I never hear that sentence, right? Yeah. So, I say this from understanding both ends of the spectrum that people that are overweight and want to look thinner mm-hmm. know how to do so through photos and people who are underweight know how to look more full through photos. We learn how to make ourselves appear like we want to appear. And there's also apps like there's apps like if you're a girl and you don't have very big boobs, you just go on that little app and just make those things bigger. Just a little tap, <laughs> tap, tap, and all of a sudden you're boom, busty. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then you put it up on your dating profile, and then you shatter some dreams. <laughs> you know, this actually works as a great segue because Brett Eldridge, he went away from social media for a really long time. You remember that? Uh, yes, and that he was the guy that was like, I liked actually watching his social media stuff. I he mean, sometimes Snapchat it was fun. kind of he did yeah. those bedhead videos or whatever. Right, and he would post the videos of his dog. His dog had his own Instagram page, and um, he would sing to his dog. Uh, and yeah, he and would then, train his dog, and his dog would do tricks. Like there was there was a coolness about it, but something had to have triggered that. Yeah, well, I just imagine, and it's kind of I mean, think about it. They're on there. Um, and there's haters everywhere. So I don't know if it's a matter of haters or it's a matter of, cause we all compare ourselves, but, um, I thought it was romance. I think, and when yeah. I listened to the new album, I think that there, I think that somehow his stardom or his celebrity has affected his dating life in a way that he wasn't unhappy about like he it, or it disrupted it and he felt that's this is all assumption too like because i have had the opportunity to sit down with him do we it, need to put out another nick no, russo disclaimer <laughs> no we don't not yet i don't think I, I, i'm pretty sure if you've listened at least to more than one podcast you understand that there is a lot of assumption that goes on but it's usually built off of real experience mm-hmm. and observation and and my observation my real experience is he's super easy to talk to very down to earth super cool and then the other observation is there hasn't ever really been a girl that he's ever like flaunted or showed or shared with. No. But all of his music is about being in love and finding love. Well, um, I mean, I would imagine, I mean, it's not easy for us. It's, you know, finding somebody is not easy, period. So put in the, uh, you know, put the facts of he's an artist, he's famous. Uh, famous. How many money grubbing, uh, attention seeking, Bitches, do you know? I mean, let's or, be or honest. In, and in the whole wide world of the internet, how full are his DMs of girls ready to be the one? Yeah, I mean, I, and I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to bash on girls, but, you know, let's be honest. There's a lot of those opportunistic people, and we have, I mean, we're a much, much smaller scale. But how many times have you dated a girl, got on a date, been talking to a girl, and you wondered... Is she really, does she really like me or does she like me because I'm Nick Russo on the radio? Agree. Everyone. Right. You know, and, and then comes the extra added bonus of 
everything that surrounds that becomes a question the moment you see a red flag, even if it's not a red flag, it could be an orange flag, but it just seems I like I mean, it, I think you know? that's why a lot of celebrities de- marry and date other celebrities. Because they understand. Yeah, because they, you know, it's like, oh, we're both, we're both in this together. So Brett Eldridge released his Sunday Drive album, which I was on the edge of my seat. I couldn't wait for it because I was like, what's well, taking so long, man? He had Gabrielle was one of his songs. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not a sure. single, yeah. And it was, it was a good song. Uh, there's one called Show Me Where the Heart Is. And the reason I bring that up is because it actually worked into just the way we were talking um, about perhaps the reason he got off of social media mm. and the dating life thing. Let me find it here. And he actually has a behind the song that he released a few weeks ago. This is an acoustic version, by the way. He's doing it like in his home, I guess. I kind of want to just fast forward. What in the world, what in the world are we all doing here? What do we see, what do we see when we look in the mirror? Cause I'm just looking, looking for something true And I believe that I might find it Maybe I'll find it in you Just show me where the heart is Show me where the heart is I need to feel around where the heart is Show me where the heart is The heart is Remember when you felt the- Yeah. You know who he kind of uh kind of sounds like in that? Or I can see singing that song as well. John Mayer. Well, okay, yeah. I mean, I do love me some John Mayer. Uh Coldplay, Chris Martin. Okay, I can hear it. I, I still hear Frank Sinatra. There's just like this depth to his voice that is effortless. Well, yeah, he... All right. And then, I, I, I do dig that song. Okay, and then the other one I was going to play real quick. This is the title track. It's Sunday Drive. Because we were watching the world through an open window. Trees lined up like dominoes. This old car could find its own way home. It's the ordinary things that mean so much. That's where I learned it all from them To fight, to love, to laugh again Man, I thought we were only wasting time Out on a Sunday drive There you go. So that, hmm. And that kind of is the vibe of the whole album. It's very, very mellow, but uh, there's there. I, I just hear this sort of nostalgic and, you know, searching for love sound that comes from his music and i kind of felt like he was very flirty in the lose my mind and the earlier stuff and then it started to turn to this more you know deeper philosophical i thought you were gonna say darker place (laughs) i was like oh no 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 not dark (laughs) well maybe it is a little dark but it's not bad dark and we've been over that's how the last episode ended but yeah but anyway that and i'm a big fan i just think he has a huge voice in it and, and always whenever artists take a long time off i think only the best artists do that and then can come back and be successful 
Well, and I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's so many artists out there, and then you have some success, and then maybe some of his songs, I can't remember how they all charted or whatever, but maybe on that last album, some of them didn't do as well. And I I mean, artists were sensitive, you know? So it's like, if you don't have the success and you can't keep it going, that's such pressure. And I could see how that would, you know, also get you down. Especially from the business sense. Oh, If if there's some sort of goal you have to meet and you don't, and then they start putting pressure on you and Mm -hmm. you're having trouble in the home life with your date, the girl you've been dating or whatever, you know, you could add all kinds of stuff to that. Yeah. Now uh, I remembered something else we were going to talk about. You interviewed Midland. Oh yeah. So they were part of a Zoom. So how did, so somebody want, we gave away uh, to a listener, this meet and greet experience. Yeah. So uh, it was a virtual meet and greet with Midland and um, we just got on the Zoom. All the guys were in different locations. They weren't together. So uh, you had Mark in California. You had the other boys in Austin and, uh, and then our listener and uh, our winner, Esther and, yeah, it was just they're just they're just interesting interesting boys. They love to they just love giving each other crap. And I feel like it's all curveballs. You never know what they're going to say. Oh, for sure. And you know, we talked about their tequila. Uh they've got a new a new uh, show they're doing that's on Apple Music. Um and uh, yeah, Mark, we talked about his new project. He's going to be in a movie. So What's the movie? Uh it's a a movie about Tammy Faye Baker. Okay, I didn't Google that when you told me. I know, I know, I should know what she is. I feel like she's a criminal. <laughs> she's the okay. So maybe a little before your time, or uh, she was part of the PT like the PTL uh, church, the the TV network, right? Tammy Faye and Jim Baker. Okay, and they like took all the money. So they were and, televangelists. Like, televangelists, yeah, and they were using the money and living this crazy lifestyle and. I think were I they think the ones he, that like would touch you and you would move the spirit out of you and you fall down? <laughs> no, I think that's somebody else. Oh. But the only reason why I mean I know so much because my mother's side of the family is extremely religious, and anytime I'd go to grandma's house, that's all the only channel that seemed to work. And I was oh, like, Tammy oh, Faye. oh my god, yeah, Tammy Faye, Jim Baker, and then there was Jimmy Swagger, and oh my god. What about like, Pat uh, Robertson? Is he in that group? Uh, I feel, well, he's a little different, but, I mean, because he's still around and existing. And so Mark plays a role in a movie about Tammy Faye Baker. Yeah. Wow. So uh-huh. did he give you any insight on that or, how, like, when it comes out or anything? Uh, I want to say I want to say he said at the end of this year. And he's always been into acting mm-hmm. and modeling and stuff. That's yeah. always been his gig. No longer uh, has the mustache, so. And it, it was like a porn stash, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It definitely was. I think they all kind of have that porn stash look. Well, Ugh. so... Cam, uh, he he did this thing with Shania Twain that I guess uh, went on Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fallon Jimmy Fallon show, and he directed the whole thing and stuff. And yeah, who, who was so, the other guy? It was so the other Odell guy, Davis. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, I no no no, it's Orville Pack. Orville Pack. Um, I've never heard of him before, and I feel really bad saying that, but I was like, I, I'll be, and I told uh, Cameron this. I was like. How I mean, this guy, uh, Orville Peck, I've this is my first experience seeing him, so I didn't really know what he's about. What would you What would you say his his thing is? And he's like, oh, he's a little bit, you know, this, that, whatever. And I said, so basically, because the guy wears a face mask, like a fringy face mask. And okay, I said, see, I didn't know what the point of that was. Yeah, so that's his shtick. And I said, so basically, he's like the Sia of country music. 
You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Sia never shows her face. Yeah, so basically, and he's like, oh, yeah, actually, yeah. So So. I was the first one to comment on Cam's post of that and the only one to have commented for like 38 minutes, and I was like, you're a creative genius. You know, put the hands, because he really is, you know. No, yeah, no, I mean, he's. He's the guy that, he so he di- he directed Bruno Mars' entire Mark Ronson project. He he directed the whole video for that, like, mm-hmm. and got a BET award for it, which is just, you you just, unless you know that fact, it blows your mind that that, that, that correlation happens, but he, and he still shoots and edits the videos for Midland. Yeah. And I remember when I got to talk to him, he had said that there was a time when he was yelling from the back of the bus after a show, guys, I can't do this forever, because he was editing the videos after the show oh. on the back of the bus, you know, and, and, <laughs> yeah. but I could also see where they're so well manicured image wise that they wouldn't want any outside hands touching it. They know how they want it to be presented. Mm-hmm. I can see that. I mean, obviously if Cameron's doing it, they've, they've got their flow for sure. Now yeah. another group who has their own flow, which by the way, I think they may be the best group of songwriters ever in country music, old dominion, and I love so much of their music. Um, every album I can listen to it cover to cover, except for this one. <laughs> you know what is so true? I could listen to about 30 seconds of it, and I'm like, and I'm out. <laughs> so they did a Meow Mix album, because I'm assuming they're as bored as everybody else during the pandemic. Yeah, 100%. So would you like to hear Meow, 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 or Meow, Meow, Meow? Um. What would the the equivalent of either one of those songs be? One man band, make it sweet, or some people do. Um, let's go either one man band or maybe make it sweet. Okay, we're gonna listen to make it sweet, the meow mix version, and it might. Oh, they didn't. Here we go. So sounds pretty normal. Meow 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 meow. Every word is meow. Because I'm meow, 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 I actually have done that before. To a song? Yeah, just um, sometimes when I'm bored, uh, I like to make weird noises, and this is way too much information, but I will sometimes, like, meow songs or make weird noises in songs and just... Yeah, I do the same thing. I feel like me, this is, like, also a little throwback. I feel like me and my ex-husband used to do stupid stuff like that. Well, probably when you were a little more carefree and fancy-free, you know? Because you got to be in your zone to start making up songs to a song. And and I... Or you are lacking sleep or something. I I alter the voice a lot. That's what I do. I, I, I sometimes sing with an accent whenever I'm singing a song and I'm I'm doing that same thing you're talking about, but it'd be like, because I'm stuck on you. Like, uh, like, like I, 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 I sing it a different way that's totally not that way. Yeah. Or uh, or I'll add a super heavy country twang to everything. Mm-hmm. And, and it's. Oh, yes. I think um, I think I've heard uh, about you doing the super twang. And I think um, when you were doing mornings, the traffic girl would get super irritated at it. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> She hated it. She's like, Nick, you always sing those. You always mess up every song. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm listening. And it's just my reaction. So I had to, like, stop reacting out yeah. loud to it. That's like having someone in the car yeah. who is 
singing to the song that you want to listen to. Mm-hmm. If you ever want them to turn up the radio, have you ever noticed this? Have you mm. ever seen this? This is a true human reaction. Okay. If you're ever in the car with someone and the song is playing and you start to sing it, they will always instinctively turn up the radio. They cannot help it. Watch it. Try it next time. Whoever whoever you're in the car with, if you're not in charge of the radio, just sing along okay. with the song and they will reach for the knob to turn it up. Every time. And I to try drown it. you out? It's a subconscious thing. It's hmm. a subconscious movement, I believe, that it's this sort of like they're listening to it and you sing a bit and they just turn it up just a little bit. Okay. And just watch it happen. All right. People don't want to hear us sing or people don't want to hear anyone else sing usually because they're, they're singing it in their head. Well, that's or, a, I think that's terrible because that's what the radio is all about. You should let it sing, yeah. yeah. You shouldn't sing along with it unless. Oh, I love singing along to the radio. Well, if you're by yourself, but yeah. not with someone else. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, right? All right. Okay, fair. All right. So, d- are we going into Britney Spears or do we miss something? Nope, that's it. Britney Spears. And we got to get going on this because I got pool time. Okay. So, <laughs> now now that we're up against the clock, Aaron. So, well, I can't um, help you were half an hour late. Me? Yeah. You? No, you I was already ready. You told me to wait. You um, said, I'm just now okay, leaving the house. Now you sound like my ex boyfriend. Stop it. Okay. Either right. way, we were both late because we were both supposed to be here at one. And we weren't. And I got here at one fifteen. And I got here at one twenty. So, thirty-five. Okay. (laughs) What's twenty to me is thirty-five to you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Coming up next on Country Not Country. What do you mean a pop-up stand? You know, like the backdrop, like a white backdrop. Yeah, like if you're gonna, like, like you're if you're gonna... at an event and there's some so-and-so's yeah, name. Yeah, she's is... just got a white backdrop in the middle of this foyer or hallway. And she's taking pictures in and, front of it. And yeah, is and that it's... weird? Do you have that at your house? Actually, <laughs> I have a green screen in my that's set up in my spare room. Do you just room. sit there and like take pictures and videos of you in different clothes and then go post it on your Instagram? No, but if I felt like people wanted to see it, I might. Oh God. I'm just being empathetic, Aaron. I, I, I'm just trying to. I, I just. Think I definitely hurt. feel like, and I talked to a, a friend of mine that has a degree in psychology. Coming up next on Country Not Country. <laughs> now, um, so Britney Spears. So just to give the quick backstory, on episode 24, we talked about how her Instagram is kind of weird, and we don't mean that in a bad way. It's just there's just a, a strange vibe when you watch the videos because it either. It just seems weird. I don't know. Is that the wrong uh, word? I'm not trying to be mean. No, it is weird. And also, so I went down the rabbit hole because I saw this. After we did our last podcast, there was an article about her conservatorship. And there was, you know, uh, she had a new attorney and he was filing suit, blah, 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 to get a different conservator. Which also, by the way, um, 
proves my point or at least adds evidence to the fact that our podcast has some weird universal power. <laughs> okay. Uh, so there was some article, I don't know if it was like in the Daily Mail or whatever, but it showed her boyfriend and he apparently scared her. Now, just to put it in context, so Folds of Honor gives scholarships to the families of fallen soldiers. Fallen and disabled, yes. Um, for those who have made the ultimate sacrifice and those who have become wounded or disabled in service to our great country, we honor the sacrifice of their service by educating their legacy through an educational scholarship. For like a photo shoot. And she's there by herself. What do you mean a pop-up stand? You know, like the backdrop, like a white backdrop. Yeah, like if you're gonna, like, like if you're, you're gonna, at an event and there's some so and so's yeah, name. Yeah, she's is just it? got a white backdrop in the middle of this foyer or hallway. And she's taking pictures in and, front of it. And yeah, is and that weird? She, do you have that at your house? Actually, <laughs> I have a green screen in my that's set up in my do spare room. Do you just room. sit there and like take pictures and videos of you in different clothes and then go post it on your Instagram? No, but if I felt like people wanted to see it, I might. Oh, God. I, I'm just being empathetic, Aaron. I, I, I'm just trying to. I, I just. I definitely her- feel like, and I talked to a, a friend of mine that has a degree in psychology, and I was like, okay, let's discuss her page. Let's discuss Brittany. What are your thoughts? And she goes, I definitely feel like she has got some borderline personality disorder or she is like bipolar or something. There is. There's something going on and with that. And she, and through her expertise, can detect this just yeah, by watching behaviors. Yeah, she actually would, I mean, to give a little background on my friend, she actually would be the person that has to uh, evaluate the inmates at Harris County oh, to Jail. Oh, see, to see if they're sane or not. Yeah. So she's saying that, that if, 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 if Brittany came up to her and were behaving that way, she would raise questions. Mm-hmm. Now, that, I'm not going to say that makes me feel good because that makes <laughs> me feel bad for her. However, yeah. it does seem to tell me that the what I've been seeing is also there's it's okay to have pause hey something is not right about this mm-hmm. now so what the conspiracy theorists believe is that all of these videos are not from today or now at all they're all from a past time that have been recorded and her dad is uploading them or has somebody else uploading them to her page to pretend like she is okay yeah, see, I don't believe that crap for a second. But that's I mean, where ha- I'm, now I'm going on Instagram to look at her page. If you go to hashtag Free Britney, that is where you will find the conspiracy. So they they post basically they put comments in the comment section to see if they can direct the videos, and then when they feel like they're directing the videos, they see this white. Oh my gosh, that gives me the chills, Aaron. I don't even know. I've seen that picture before too, and it almost disturbs me. A, yeah, like A, I what is I don't know what's going on with the eyeliner. Why we cannot like t- Let's be real though. She's always always been glammed. But that looks crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, it looks like it's been on for 3 days and she hasn't washed her face. But there's and that's it, a, So we're looking through her Instagram page right now and this is recent. When does when was this posted? This one was posted four days ago. So all of her dance videos to me look exactly the same. They all like and, and again, I'm not trying to be mean at all. Like I, I'm looking at this from an observe observatory observation. Mm-hmm. It's an observation that when, I've seen her live from the front row. I've mm-hmm. been when I went to Vegas four years or six years ago, someone gifted me front row pit passes to watch her in Vegas. Okay, her dance moves look like the opening number. On repeat. Oh, yeah. This picture? Oh, wait. The next one? It's the same picture twice. 
Why would you do that? I, that's why I feel like there's something not right with her. There's something not right with all of us. Let me be clear. I'm not saying it's just her, but it's so just... So do you think that... So if you, were to, if you were to guess, you think it's her posting and she's just at will just posting and it just seems to be disturbing? Why would you post this, this, and this? Those are all the exact picture. The, and they're different... There, there, there. And, and we're not talking about just a random person. We're talking about a mega celebrity. That's the other catch. Okay, here's this one. Here's this filter. Here, uh, like what, what does the caption say? The last pick is the original. No touch-ups or filter. Then you go to the next one that's very similar. And, again, it's the same, th- like, three so, pictures. So her dad is sick. Like, like he's ill, like there, there's some, he's been having medical complications. And so as I, so the daily mail had released this whole write up about the, the, the court battle over the conservatorship. The, the attorney is saying that the dad does not have the capacity to be the conservator. So they're trying to get it moved to somebody else who is not Brittany. They're trying to get it to either it's her sister-in-law, her sister, or there's somebody in her life they're trying to move the conservatorship I thought they, to. Actually, they were trying to move it to a um, a corporate entity that was like, say, like a law firm, and they they would have control. And, and over so it. then Brittany would then they would be the intermediary because the problem is the dad runs all of her bank accounts. He runs all of her funds. He gets to say when she can be with the kids, I believe also he gets to run a lot of the different aspects of her life. And that's another part why there people are so out up in arms, but that doesn't look she, so Aaron's showing me this kind of like three second video on a loop, but that looks like a lot of the same three second loop videos. I see people post all the time. I, well, like, and, just- and my thing is, she is a mega celebrity stuck in her house. So if she is actually posting all that, then she enjoys the attention and she's enjoying the back and forth. And it gives her some sense of like reaching out to people. And to that respect, okay, we're, we're all weird in our own way, which also that is the perfect example why I don't like to share so much of myself because I think people would think I'm weird too. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, it's, I don't think it's her dad posting all of this. I think she's posting it. Who maybe she, maybe it's her way of rebelling against no, him. I mean, may, let's just put it this: people do weird things, right? And how many times? And we've known somebody, we've worked with somebody that would post some weird stuff, and they were drunk AF. Oh, uh, true. What, you know what or, I'm saying? Or they just would behave outrageously, and you're like, "What in and the world's going on?" They were drunk or on pills, and they didn't or even remember doing it. And yes. And remember that one person that we knew that deleted half of their friends on Facebook while they were wasted or whatever. Don't get me started. (laughs) Don't get me started, Aaron. I'm just saying. So who knows? Maybe the reason why she's posted the same thing eight times is because she's drunk or on pills or something. You never know. Or she could just be on her medication and it makes her act weird. Yeah. Agreed. I I mean, and and that being said, there is a fine line, I believe, between genius and crazy. So I'll tell you this little piece on that too, because one of the conspiracy bullet points is that she doesn't talk in the baby voice. That's not her real voice Mm. that she, she has a real normal woman's voice and that they forced her to sing and speak like that when she was at a young age and they almost like wouldn't pay her if she ever exposed her real voice. That is one of the bullet point beliefs that they believe this conservatorship forces her to act and speak a certain way or else she would lose some sort of, I see. I don't, I can see how they maybe made her start to talk like that, but also I think she talks like that because 
I, and I, I think girls do that. They have this, there's this new way. Oh God, what was it? This way. Like the way I'll talk to dogs. Um, no, there's, it's, there's a term for it, but think of how Paris Hilton talks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like, ah, eh. and it's this breathy, um, uh, trying to be sexy. Yeah. Like they all, it's, uh, I, I wish I could think of the term because this chick, on, well, that'll um, be our project for this week. We're going to figure out what that term is called. Yes, because all of the girls, and that's like the thing with younger women, they all talk like that now. It's kind of like the lip sync videos. Oh, God. Okay. Episode 24, I believe. No, this, this, this is 25. 25? Wow. Yeah. A quarter of 100. I love it. All right. So yeah. uh, 25 has been a wrap, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then I talked to Diane Nemechek. She's a regional director for Folds of Honor, which is this national organization that helps the families of soldiers who are disabled or fallen. And so we got a little interview with her, going to talk about what they're doing this year for fundraising, how COVID's kind of affected and stuff. So that'll come up after the break. Sound good? Sound good. That's right. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Coming up next on Country Not Country. Just to put it in context, so Folds of Honor gives scholarships to the families of fallen soldiers. Fallen and disabled, yes. Um, for those who have made the ultimate sacrifice and those who have become wounded or disabled in service to our great country, we honor the sacrifice of their service by educating their legacy through an educational scholarship. Coming up next on Country Not Country. Diane Nemechek, thank you for joining me. I know we've kind of talked over email quite a few times and over social media. That's how we came in contact. But you're from Folds of Honor, and I've heard Folds of Honor quite a bit over the last few years. Um, at 100.3, the Bull, I know we had a Stars and Strings concert we would promote that would happen in Chicago that would benefit Folds of Honor. And just so I'm clear, this is the same same business, right? Same organization? Yes, sir. Absolutely. We are the South Texas chapter. Okay, so how did you get involved with Folds of Honor? Well, my husband grew up with our founder, Lieutenant Colonel Dan Rooney. Uh, they grew up in Stillwater, Oklahoma. We were all stationed together in Phoenix, Arizona. And then fast forward a couple of years, and Dan had this incredible idea for this wonderful foundation. He had witnessed the other side of war, um, was impacted deeply, and just felt this calling to go and do something bigger, to, to forward this mission and to help this recipient um, or future recipient that he had witnessed on this tarmac. Um, he shared the mission with us, and from there we jumped in on board uh, as volunteers. Um, fast forward a few years later, and I'm working for the Folds full time, and my husband runs our chapter. Now, you said Stillwater. That's uh, Garth Brooks' stomping grounds, isn't it? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Tumbleweed. <laughs> so were you, uh, did y'all live in Stillwater at that time when he was making his way up? 
No, we actually are both military brats. Uh, John grew up in Stillwater. His parents both taught at Oklahoma State. Um, and Garth, of course, was just a huge presence throughout. He worked at Dupree Sporting Goods with one of my buddies, or my husband's buddy's best friends, and, and they own that facility. And then, of course, Tumbleweed was a very famous hotspot for a Garth sighting. So now you, you, you talked about the tarmac, and you said that, um, and, and somebody saw something on the tarmac. What, what was that? Because it sounds like that was what kind of spurred Folds of Honor. Absolutely. So Dan was on a flight from Grand Rapids, Michigan to Chicago, and he witnessed the other side of war. Um, he personally noticed a gentleman up in the in first class in his dress army greens. When they landed, the pilot came on over the intercom and asked everybody to please remain in their state in their seats. They were unloading the remains of an American hero that they had on board. And he looked over the cargo hold and witnessed this family welcoming their hero home on the tarmac. And there was this young little boy, Jacob Buckland. And Dan, he, he witnessed this and saw this little boy was never gonna have the opportunity to play baseball with his dad, to go fishing with his dad, to grow up and know his dad. And it just, it really hit him, hit him deep. He himself had already served three tours overseas. And it just was one of those moments where he felt this hand of God on his shoulder and said, you have to do something. So he took that moment, reached out to this family. He went and hosted his very first Patriot Golf Day event um, at their home course right there in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And they raised over 8,500, 8,513 to be exact for this young little boy. And he was our first scholarship recipient. And from there, the movement became a mission. And we have awarded over 24,500 scholarships to date. Wow, that's really awesome. And so just to put it in context, so Folds of Honor gives scholarships to the families of fallen soldiers. Fallen and disabled, yes. Um, for those who have made the ultimate sacrifice and those who have become wounded or disabled in service to our great country, we honor the sacrifice of their service by educating their legacy through an educational scholarship. And so that's basically saying that if, you know, if someone gets hurt overseas and they can't contribute to their family or help provide for their family as they would hope, then this is a way that comes in and kind of fills that gap, so to speak. Absolutely. Our goal is to try to bridge the financial gap and help ensure that these kiddos can receive an education. We take care of the spouses and the children, and we make sure that they are able to further their educational goals to go, to go out and become successful. Um, we know that as service members, they, these families travel all over every two to three years. Sometimes they get a little bit longer. Sometimes they have a little bit less in each location. Sometimes they're a remote assignment. But um, the, the focus for us is to ensure that we can help support the veteran by taking care of their family, by honoring their legacy and making sure that they can fulfill those educational dreams. Now, this isn't any sort of cheap endeavor. You know, you said 24,000 scholarships. That's a lot of money. How do you all raise money? Obviously, the, the Stars and Strings concert we mentioned is one of the fundraisers, but what are some other ones that you guys do? So we have donors, sponsors, partners, wingmen, participants all across this great nation that support our mission. Um, our number one focus was our grassroots fundraiser of Patriot Golf Day. Uh, that has been something every Labor Day weekend, golf facilities across the country host Patriot Golf Day events. They can be golf marathons, golf tournaments. They can raise money, give a portion of the greens fees back to the folds, but that's where it started. Uh, now, fast forward to today and Patriot Golf Day is every day. People can participate in a golf event of their own. They can create one. We have amazing partners 
who hosts these events of their own. We have a few right here in the great city of Houston that take place each year. And that is the, a big portion of what we do. But we also have some beautiful partnerships, Anheuser-Busch. Um, every summer they create a logo or a specialty logo for their beer, um, promote it and donate back to the Folds of Honor. Right now you can get your camo edition, um, three colors, red, white, and blue that feature all of the service seals. Um, that's a huge driver. We also have wonderful partnerships with everyone from HEB to uh, Speedy Stop, you name it. There are just infinite possibilities to what we do. But obviously our biggest resource are our, our people, our constituents, um, those generous donors that make those small contributions to the large contributions. Every bit adds up and it helps us fulfill those goals each and every year. Now, you reached out to me about um, an Operation 321. Hopefully, I got that right. And, and, and this is something that goes on all year long, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So from now, we launched January 4th, and Operation 231 is designed to help ensure that we can honor the sacrifice and our current legacy recipients from South Texas. So Texas leads the charge, the number one recipient state for the Folds of Honor. Uh, 231 of those are from right here in South Texas. So we try to ensure that we can make sure for the next scholarship cycle, they are able to continue to receive the funding that they rely on at, during this scholarship cycle. So at the moment, operation231.org is where anyone would be able to go to learn more about the mission, to read about some of our recipients. We change the recipient story every week to share a little bit about who we have that we're trying to support. Just to put a face to the cause and familiarize people with what our mission really is about. Well, that's pretty cool. You rarely see that where you can actually go in and see the actual people you're helping versus just donating to a greater cause and kind of just trusting the money's going to go somewhere. You can actually uh, see exactly where it's going or read the stories of the people it's supported. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely. We have one singular noble mission and that is education. Um, it's very transparent. You're able to see the faces of our spouses and our children, the ones that we help. Last year alone, we awarded over 4,500 scholarships, and we are so proud to continue to see that rising trend. Um, obviously, COVID has kind of taken away from the spirit of a lot of our fundraising efforts. So now more than ever, we're finding that we need these vital resources. We need to find creative ways to be able to continue to fuel the educational goals of these recipients, hence Operation 231. And we're so honored to launch this campaign. So tell me how you came up with Operation 231. Like what's the, the story behind the name? Well, we were just looking for campaigns. We, uh, through when we were looking for numbers, 231 recipients that fall into our footprint of our chapter, became very easy. When we were looking through the database, we realized that there were 231 lives, whether they are receiving children's funds, which is our elementary education, or their higher education, which would be their college fund. Um, we, we realized that there was a need and we had to find a way to fulfill this need. These 231 people are currently Folds of Honor scholarship recipients. And in order to continue to receive their funding in the next cycle, we have to raise the $1.1 million, over $1.1 to be able to fulfill that need. Okay, so that just brought it all together. Now I understand, and now I see the tie. There's 231 uh, in our area, if you will, in our region, and so yes. Operation 231 is to help those 231 scholarship recipients, and so this year, uh, because not necessarily just because of COVID, but just as an effort to raise enough money to help fulfill the needs of these uh 
these families, uh, that's the number we got to get to. So that, that's pretty cool. I now, now I kind of understand the context. Yes, sir. So are there any other fundraisers coming up besides the Operation 231? Is it .org or .com? <laughs> Uh, op Operation231.org is where you can go to learn about the Operation Campaign. You can online donation. It also gives instructions for mail-in donations. As long as COVID doesn't interfere with our remaining events, we've obviously had to cancel some of our largest grassroots events, but we still have several that are in the works. Um, the biggest one that's going to be in our Houston area is the Veteran Golf Classic that will take place November 9th at Golf Crest Country Club um, sometime mid-August once we have final designation from the golf course and we see that we're okay with this uh, forward pattern and this progress, we're going to go ahead and launch the details that will also be found. Um, all of our events can be found at southtexas.foldsofhonor.org um, or they can reach out to us through any of our social media platforms. We always post our upcoming events there as well. Awesome. Well, I, I expect an invite to the November 9th golf tournament. I happen to love Golf Crest. That's a beautiful, beautiful country club. Absolutely. It's our home course. We're so honored that Chase and Renee and the team there do so, so much to support us. We've been blessed with tremendous support. And even though we can only select one facility to host it at, we have every facility throughout Houston that is very generous to donate to our organization, whether it's through foursomes or participation or even just sharing the good word about what we're doing with the fundraiser. So you are definitely invited. We would love to have you and a team from 100.3 The Bull come out and join us on this wonderful mission. Hey, we're good though. So make sure you tell everybody that we bring a crew. <laughs> I love it. That's great. No pressure at all. We're going to expect you to come out there and do some great things. Maybe take home the trophy. Yes, ma'am. All right, Diane. Well, I, I feel like we, we covered it all. I, I really appreciate you taking the time. And, and, and even though it took what seems like a, 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 an eternity to finally get together on just a Zoom call, at least we, uh, we have a body of information I can share with people and we can spread the word about Folds of Honor and what it does locally for Houston area. Well, Nick, I have to personally thank you. Thank you for receiving the message, for taking the call, for reaching out. It's evident that you love our veterans and, our and their families. We've witnessed your support year-round in many different organizations and endeavors that you're part of, and we greatly appreciate that. As I said, COVID has definitely affected everything we do as a society, but our resolve as a generous and giving community is stronger than ever, and you're, you're proof of that with what you're doing right now. So thank you so much for lending your voice to us, for helping share our, one, our wonderful cause and our mission. Um, thank you so much. We look forward to seeing you in November. Yes, ma'am. You're very welcome. And, you know, and, and I, I guess I could kind of help us end it on this. You know, my, my whole deal is uh, I had someone tell me that, you know, we elevate ourselves by elevating others. And I know I have a platform that is that has a, a huge heart. Like the people that listen to our radio station and follow along have a huge heart and they care deeply about our military and veterans. And so um, thank you for recognizing that in me. But it was just, it, this is an opportunity to use the platform for the greater good. So uh, thank you for everything awesome. Never miss an episode of Country Not Country with Aaron Austin and Nick Russo. Make sure to download the radio.com app and subscribe to this podcast. Country Not Country, a radio.com podcast. Special thanks to executive producers, Sarah Frazier and Chase Murphy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.